Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and I'm here this morning by the grace of God to share with you or to fellowship with you in light, in love, in spirit, in power, in wisdom, in understanding. Precious Heavenly Father, we give you all of the praise and all of the glory. Indeed, you are a good God. We acknowledge every wonderful, marvelous things that you have done in us, through us, and you're going to do around us. We give you all of the praise for making all things come together according to your plan and your purpose. You saw us afar off. And you knew we we're coming back home. Thank you for bringing us in and keeping us. It is you that sustains us. Thank you for your faithfulness that never wavers. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for all that we're enjoying and will continue to enjoy. We give you all of the praise this morning. Lord, may we have the heart of understanding, the heart that appreciates, the heart that receives the truth. May we be open enough this morning to receive for the understanding for the clarity from you we give you all of the praise and we receive the word with thanksgiving this morning we lift up everything around us in us everything that you have given to us everything that is in our hand right now we lift it up with thanksgiving to you and we thank you because your power of multiplication is upon it as it goes out to reach and to serve and to meet the need of many Thank you, precious Father. And everyone who prayed with me this morning will say aloud, Amen and Amen and Amen. Don't forget, beloved, like we read from the example of Abraham, who later became Father Abraham yesterday, that God brought him out and asked him, What do you see? Ask him to look forward. And it is the same thing for you and I. God has been speaking to you and I, cleaning up our hearts, telling us all that we are, telling us what we have now. He has brought us outside to ask us to look up and asking us concerning my life, what do you see concerning your life? What do you see? Beloved, if you recall, I've told you many, many times that the word of God that comes to us is guide for our life. It tells us where we are. It helps us understand better where we have been, where we came from, why we are here, and where and where we are going to. Don't forget, now he's bringing us up to a place. Just like he brought Father Abraham outside, he's bringing us away from our former consciousness. He's bringing us out from what he has told us already. He's brought us out of our former way of thinking. He has brought us out from the former consciousness that controlled us. He has brought us out from the heart of man to the heart of God. He's migrating us away from our native origin to our divine reality. And now he's posing that question to us. Say, what do you see? concerning your life what do you see and that's what this program is all about that's what this series of teaching is all about remember we are not teaching for you to know we are teaching for you to do so that you become we are teaching for you to follow for you to follow instruction this is instructive teaching we are not just teaching to be aware this is instructive god is leading you on and i'm asking us the same question he has brought us out away from the way we saw ourselves, away from the way we saw him, 
away from the way that we read things now we have a different level of discernment we know that he loves us we know that we are righteous in him we know that he has blessed us we know that we have been forgiven we know that we can have a taste of heaven right now we know that he will never leave us never forsake us we know that we are one with him being one with him automatically means that whoever he is that is who we are whatever he has that is what we have if he is the way the truth and the life that means we are the way the truth and the life if he has been raised from the dead we have been raised from the dead if he's seated in heaven we are seated in heaven now that he has brought us out into this place he's asking you and i a question concerning your life now what do you see what are you looking up to and that is what creating a vision for our life is that based on all that he has said to us that based on all the clarity that he has brought forth based on all the ways he has cleaned us up now we can look and see better it was completely impossible to see clearly based on where we are coming from we couldn't have a good and perfect vision for our life when we thought that God was angry with us, when we saw ourselves as sinners, when we thought that we had to do things to move him around. No, we are the ones that need to move around. He has all, always moved. And, that, and it is time for that move around. Beloved, we cannot live our life blindly. No, we cannot live like people who don't have any focus. No, that is not our lives. Look at Jesus, who is our model, who is our example. He knew exactly what he came to do, how he was going to do it. So there was no doubt about the vision for his life. Let me read again this morning, Psalms. Somebody called it Psalms. So Psalms chapter 119 verse 105. That's the scripture I read a few days ago. Psalms chapter 119 verse 105. It says, Truth's shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. Hold on a minute. What is it that guides truth's shining light? He has shown the light on us. He has told us the truth. And beloved, in case you don't know, in case you are new, these messages are available that helps us to know that we have eternal security, that his faithfulness does not fail, that he has made us righteous, that when Christ died, it was us that died. We are the ones that were buried. We are the ones that were raised up, that who Christ is, seated in glory, that, that the whole thing about born again is to restore us to the former consciousness, to the former glory we had with him even before the world was founded now that is the truth shining light and so now that we have this truth shining light it is time that this truth that we have don't forget i told you many times beloved that you must go from what pastor said or what you heard even from what the bible says to have your own truth that means the source of your truth is the word of god and when we say the word of god you know we are talking about the revelation of christ when we say the word of god so now what are those where are you standing how have you seen yourself if the word of god has not changed how you've seen yourself beloved 
you need a little extra work to go back and listen over and over and over again and let the word of God give you a new identity. Now, that identity becomes the truth shining light that guides your choices and decisions, what you choose, what you decide, and your choices and decisions, my choices, my decisions ought to be guided by a vision where I am going to. That is what guides. And the scripture says, the revelation of your word makes my way makes my pathway clear. The revelation of your word makes my pathway. Notice that. Notice the connection between revelation and your path. Your path is your vision. Your path is what, what you do. Your path is where you're going to. Beloved, don't forget. Let me repeat one more time in case you've forgotten. The word of God that he has given to us guides us in our path. I've said this over and over. We are not just hearing for the sake of hearing. We are not just hearing in order to be excited. We are not just hearing so that we are informed. No, the word of God that comes to us is a guide for my life, is a guide for your life. Now that we are here, daddy is asking me a question, is asking you a question. So now that you know all this, beloved, what do you see concerning your life? What do you see? That thing that you see ought to be the vision for your life, where you are headed, where you are going to, what your life is all about. And like I said, don't be in a hurry to write anything down. We're just beginning the process. I'm just laying the foundation. And you trust that God will make this clearer and clearer. We are just repositioning our mind, knowing fully well. For example, like I've mentioned, we cannot afford to live our life endlessly. We cannot afford to live our lives without a purpose. Jesus says, I have come to fulfill all that was written about me in the books. It had already been written. Beloved, concerning my life, it has already been written down by Father. Concerning your life, Daddy has already written it down. And so with our heart cleared up, now we can see what he has written down for you and for me. And that becomes the focus for my life. Praise God. We cannot afford to live otherwise. Otherwise, a life without a vision is like a boat or a ship that is set on a high sea without a compass. That means without an eye, without a vision, equals to living our lives blindly like we don't have eyes. And guess what? Every sound moves us around. Every wave moves us around. But it is important. So this morning, why is it important that you have a vision for your life? Why is it important that I have a vision for my life? Beloved, notice this. It is almost impossible to walk into a vision that you have not seen. It's almost impossible. So now, now that we know that our perception controls our reality, we are the turning to our perception to put something in our perception so that we know that when we are consumed with that perception, it becomes our own living reality. Praise God. Why is it important that you have a vision? Why is it mandatory? Why is it necessary? Beloved, this is not one of those messages that you listen for the sake of listening. No, you are listening now to take action. Notice that I have not told you to do any ritual or to do anything, but to first of all see. That means to have a new eyes concerning where you are going to. 
Why is it important you have a vision? Remember, when you have a vision, you know what happens. At least you know where you are going to. You know what you are living towards. Beloved, your life takes a different shape because you know what you are living for. Have you noticed that every day, People are trying to give us advice, good advice, bad advice, nice advice. Don't forget, those advice they give, number one, the majority of it is coming from their own understanding and their own knowledge. And there's nothing bad about that. People will try to help. And secondly, most of them who give you advice, have you noticed that? Most people, even believers, don't advise you based on who you are in Christ. Have you noticed that? Write that down. People hardly give you advice based on the reality, based on the fact that you are perfectly righteous. You are already blessed in Christ. No, even pastors, a pastor will preach to you a sermon, but when you sit with him to talk, you find out that the advice he's given to you concerning your life has nothing to do, do with the reality of who you are in Christ. The advice is coming from what they can see is coming from the physical limitations is coming from the physical realities i wish i can do this one by one for everybody no but god has given us our mind filled us with his spirit all of us so that we can have an eye to see at least you know where you're going to and listen to me brothers and sisters this is regardless of your age don't forget the bible says it is not my age or my circumstance that determines my experience, that determines the season of my life. No, it is the condition of my heart. You are not too young to have a vision. You are not too old to have a vision. You are not too frustrated with life that you cannot see. Now God is separating you and I to a new level. Having a vision for my life, for your life, also brings consistency in the things that you do. You have a focus. You are looking at something. So there is consistency and it brings order to your life. It brings an order. You start to see that your life is separated. You start to see that your life is going towards a different angle. Your choices, your interests starts to focus on that that has consumed you. When you have a vision for your life, at least your mind will stay on it. Your mind will stay on it. When time comes to write it down, you write it down. Your mind stays on it. And that's what your prayers are. You are no longer living by what the economy say. You are no longer living by what the prophets say. You are no longer living by men's opinion. You are no longer living by all these things. No, you are living by your own God-given vision. That means you have discovered what was written down for you, the blueprint that God has for your life. At least your mind stays on it. You are, you are consistent in your prayers as you speak words over that vision, as you call them to pass. Don't forget what Jesus said. If you shall say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea he says it will be and so don't forget where the mountain is removed from is removed from inside of you don't forget Ephesians chapter 3 verse number 20 unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything that you can ever ask or think of but don't forget according to the power that is inside of us that is why you have a vision that vision that you have inside of you is what God walks from God is what God walks through you are 
eyes and his eyes has become one. You are looking at something and you are going where you are looking at. Praise God. Amen and amen. And this brings consistency in your prayer. It's not that today you are praying west, tomorrow you are praying right, or you are just praying for the sake of praying. And beloved, listen to this. This brings us away, separates us away from the survivor mentality. You are no longer living to survive, but you are living on a vision. You are living on a direction. Praise God. I see this being your reality, even as I speak you forth this morning. I see your life going to where you never thought was possible. I see you doing great and mighty things. I see you living better, enjoying your life better. The same family that looks like it's stagnated right now, I can see a new life come into it. A new life come into it. May it become your reality in the name of Jesus. And notice this, once a vision is clearly defined, you are thoughts stay on it watch this your thought i have told you that thoughts are energy so instead of scattering your thoughts up and down instead of thinking all these other things instead of focusing on drama no your thought focuses on this vision and you know the result of that because thoughts are creative that means the more your thought is central the more your thought is on one thing you are bringing it to pass it is coming to pass because the energy of the thought is releasing out there creating the circumstances and the environment that achieves that vision praise god amen and amen and so some of you finally will say yes I knew my life had a meaning. Now I know what that meaning is. Some of you, you are going to dream new dreams, amazing, wonderful, beautiful dreams. The one that brings peace and completeness to your heart. Amen. And amen. that's going to be your reality. There's no doubt in my spirit concerning that. Don't forget, because what we are doing, let me begin to recap this morning. Don't forget what we're doing is to prepare you. And so what I can encourage you to do is to listen over, take notes of what we're saying. Where is this vision coming from? Why is it important, like I've shared this morning, that you have a vision? And then the more you think about it, the more you think about it, listen to this. You don't have to force anything. It will come from within you. If it's right, it will come from within you. Suddenly, a new pattern of light dawns on you. Suddenly, you start to dream new, amazing, and wonderful dreams. Suddenly, you see that your spirit is light. That means heaviness has given way. Suddenly, you see that limitations are broken. Don't forget, beloved, my gospel by the grace of God and in the spirit of Christ is designed to free you from the limitations imposed upon you by nature, from the limitations that are imposed upon you by culture, from the limitations that has been imposed upon you by tradition, from the limitations that has been imposed upon you by your experiences, from the limitations that has been imposed upon you by religion. You are supposed to come into a new life of peace and progress a new life where according to the will of the father you are bearing abundant fruit notice what god has been doing for us if you recall we began talking about earlier this year about bearing forth fruit and the bible says that what god does is to come and look at the branches that are not bearing fruit enough to prune them 
ladies and gentlemen, that's what God has done for you and I throughout the year to prune us, to cut away the things that has limited us, remove the dead ones so that life, new, new branches will come up and so that we are bearing abundant fruit. That's all that has happened this year. Now that we are here, the next thing is this. And I ask you that question one more time. My beloved brother and sister, Concerning your life, where you stand now, what do you see? May you see where you're going to. May you see what God has written down for you. I pray for you this morning. May you see what God has written down for you. May you see clearly your destiny, your path as you look into the world of grace. Amen and amen. Beloved, I'm going to stop here this morning. What I'm doing is to prepare the ground. Take your notes, begin to collect your thoughts, and you see how suddenly a new light is breaking forth. You will see something that is amazing that will shock you, that even if you were told, you wouldn't have believed it. Praise God. That's what God is leading you and I to. And it is my testimony, and it is also your testimony. Amen. So, let me sign off, and I'll come back to you again tomorrow. Don't forget that this morning, you have been served. You go ahead and serve your brothers and sisters, those that you love, your family members, your friends, those that you desire to impact with true life and the gospel of light. Amen and amen. Have a very wonderful day. Shalom.